0: Hello! I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are The The Squad Squad Ghouls. ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Hey Bri. Hey Sarah. What do birds give out on Halloween? I don't
0: know. What do they do? Tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh these just get better and better. Mm -hmm. Well I have one for you. Sure what do vampires take when they are sick
1: i don't know what do they take
0: coffin drops oh jesus <laughs> you're welcome brilliant <laughs> i thought that was you know appropriate considering what we're going through right now i love it <laughs> i love it Shall we get into our booze news we should booze news booze, booze news <laughs> some good things coming
1: holy schnikes! i got a lot of good stuff so yes First off, so Edgar Wright is set to direct a new horror film called Stage 13. So he did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and a oh. whole, whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so the film follows the ghost of a silent film era actress that has haunted a sound stage of a backlot for decades.
0: That sounds familiar. Right? Uh, maybe a la Universal Studios?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep.
0: I'm just saying. Uh I don't know if it was exactly stage 13 that was haunted on the backlot, but I know it was the Phantom of the Opera set.
1: Oh, that makes total sense.
0: So I don't know if that was stage 13, but that story sounds very familiar. Just saying. And I'm here for it.
1: Same here. (laughs) So a struggling director meets this ghost and they find an unexpected kinship and their team forms together to make their mark on the world. Oh, I know. Cute, right?
0: That's sweet. I was hoping for more scary stuff, but yeah. that's nice, though. You know. I like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then in other news, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie, is oh. getting a collector's edition Blu-ray.
0: Oh. Um, so it's going to be releasing
1: August 25th, and it's going to include a bunch of bonus features, including new audio commentary and a six chapter feature link documentary, Featuring many of the cast and crew.
0: Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Well, that should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's some uh, new horror films arriving to Netflix. Netflix <laughs> can't even say Netflix uh, in August. Um, Adam's Family, yay! It's,
1: it's important to note that it's the '91 oh, Adam's Family, yes, not the crappy cartoon thing that came out last year. I
0: mean, it was it was okay. I didn't. I mean, I watched it just just because but
1: (laughs) i appreciate that you're nice enough to say that because you watched it it was okay as opposed to let's call it what it is it was bad
0: (laughs) yeah i'm just trying to be nice you know me anyway (laughs) so the 91 adams family and then uh we summon the darkness Uh nightcrawler scary movie five i would i really wouldn't put that in the horror section. But anyway, you know. Um, <laughs> Project Power, Lucifer, season five, and then one BR.
1: One bedroom. Yep. hmm It's good stuff coming
0: out. Good good watching.
1: And I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Tales from the Hood 3 is yeah, happening.
0: From the Hood.
1: Tales from the Hood. So <laughs> it's it's been rated R and it's supposed to be coming out this year in celebration of the 25th anniversary wow. of the original Tales from the Hood.
0: God, was it that long ago? Yes,
1: yeah, 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah.
0: I'm yep, not gonna say my age. Uh
1: <laughs> and uh Tony Todd is confirmed <gasps> to be in
0: the film. I'm so glad they're just bringing him back for things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing.
1: And last but not least, the new Candyman by Nia DeCosta got its film rating. It's rated R. Uh, duh. I know. That's, when I read that, I don't even. I feel bad even calling that news because,
0: <laughs> for real though, the original
1: was also rated R.
0: So I mean, but also knowing that, please don't bring your teenage daughters into the theater and then leave them there
1: don't leave if your children are poorly behaved like i know everyone wants but to also believe, that too I, well and I, I know that every <laughs> parent wants to believe that their children are just so special and the best things on the face of the planet and they're just such sweet little angel babies they're not please be responsible if you're taking a kid under the age of 17 to see a rated r movie please go with them
0: yeah like
1: don't just drop them we've had some bad experiences in theaters but also
0: if you if you don't know what's in the film there could be something in there that maybe is not the best thing for them to experience alone Mm -hmm. like case in point when we saw dr sleep in the theater there was a very i I mean i'm not going to say it was explicit but the scene where they stabbed the little boy maybe not something i want my teenage daughter to see by herself
1: well, or at and, all well and when when the mom came to pick up her kids and i called him out on it yep I, I like that i said you know you really are fine with your 13 year old daughter watching a little boy being tortured and murdered and her response was well there was no sex in it
0: i'm like (gasps) mother of the year i love it that's
1: where your priorities are
0: oh my gosh (laughs) wow i'm just saying you know horror movies are great they're fun but sometimes they contain things that are not for young people i'm just saying that is why the rating is there
1: or if you if you have kids and you make the decision to bring them to such a film, please accompany them. Like, yes. if you have a 12 or a or younger kid that it's not my kid, I don't care. So, you know, whatever. But it is my movie going experience mm-hmm. that you're going to ruin if you leave your child and don't mind them. So please just if you're going to take a young child, please just accompany them. That's all I ask.
0: Yes. Agreed. but um also like to highlight some more creators of color um so i um discovered uh pixistics Mm. and uh the cosmetologist behind a cosmetologist i swear i can talk i promise (laughs) um
1: (laughs) It's it's been a long week
0: behind this company wants black women to feel empowered with bold colorful colorful braids and hair jewelry Sounds like my kind of shop. I dig it. Um, <laughs> this alt hair shop offers full made-to-order braided wigs, as well as braid extensions. Plus, she creates accessories that uses uh, that users can cuff onto their own hair, um, and also shapes uh, that include gummy bears, unicorns, bats. <gasps> I love bats. <laughs> and and much more. So yeah. Um, also, um, there's a a new brand, well, not really new, but, uh, there's a really good brand of makeup wipes, and it's created by, uh, Lauren Napier, um, They are, these wipes are biodegradable, recyclable, and not tested on animals. And uh, you can purchase them in packs of 5, 15, 50, 15 or 50, excuse me, or receive a subscription pack every six weeks. So, you know, you got all this makeup on you, you need something that's a little bit more gentle on the face. So look up Lauren Napier for that. Um, and then also for parties, raves, and concerts, uh, Wicked Cosmetics will outfit you with all the glitter you could need with their, uh, Halo Glitz gels. Um, all glitter gels are vegan and cruelty-free, um, but not biodegradable. Sorry, so wear responsibly. Um, they also have a vibrant eyeshadow palette, neon powders, and colorful lip scrubs.
1: Oh. Yay. I do so, love a good lip scrub.
0: Oh, yeah. You know me and makeup and bath stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about it. So please go check them out on their Instagram, Facebooks, and their web shops and make some purchases today. Great. Please support. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week, we are going to talk about the film Becky.
1: It was interesting. <laughs> so obviously because everything, or we couldn't put the mask on our face and so we got the phase one again. Uh, mm-hmm. Movie theaters are still shut down. Yep. So there are a lot of films that are being released direct to video on demand or they're being released in drive-in theaters and such. Uh, this is one of
0: those films. Yep. Uh, it's uh it It was fil- sorry excuse me, it was directed by Jonathan uh, Millot uh, and uh, Carrie uh, Murnian. And the screenplay is from Nick Morris, uh, Lane Sky, and Ruckus Sky. Um it stars Lulu Wilson as a Becky Hopper. Or Hooper, excuse me, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry,
1: and she was great. In she's been on a lot of yes. a, a lot of horror movies. Yeah,
0: for those of you who don't know, she was Young Shirley in Haunting of Hill House. She was Linda in Annabelle Creation, and uh, she was uh, Doris in Ouija origin of evil
1: which was she was really good better. in that she was awesome in that and she was it, that one was way better than the first ouija movie mm-hmm. i really did not care for the first one
0: well hey but fun fact she tried out for the role of young beverly marsh for it the one that
1: uh, sophia lillis got
0: yep which they thought she was too young so that's why she didn't get it
1: i can see that and mm-hmm. truthfully sophia lillis was so perfectly casted i can't yeah. imagine anyone else i got that role. but i mean
0: also lulu wilson not too bad of a choice but yeah i do agree that she would have been too young yeah so mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it also stars uh kevin james as the 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 villain of the film and this was his first time ever playing the villain role
1: which and- is kind of cool I t- truthfully when you when you told me that you wanted to do this and you said oh it's got Kevin James well first off I confused Kevin James and Kevin Hart
0: oh so I'm like you know I'm, I'm gonna be, I wouldn't have done that to you yes <laughs> I, so, I like Kevin Car- uh, Kevin Hart but I mean if they if someone told me he was in a horror film I'd be like you're kidding right
1: that was that was my reaction so it, <laughs> so first off I confused him with Kevin Hart and went first for real though and then when I realized that I had confused Kevin James and Kevin Hart, I thought, oh, this is even worse. It's Paul Blart Mall Cop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. a thriller. <laughs> I have to say, though, I thought you did a pretty good job.
1: You know, I wasn't I wasn't disappointed in his performance. I yeah. felt like he did a decent job until the end.
0: Yes, but also another funny man, Joe McHale, he plays the father, uh, Jeff Hooper. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, uh, both Joel and Lulu were in another horror film together, Deliver Us From Evil.
1: I have not watched that.
0: I haven't either, so I think I might just to see that. Um, Also, it stars Amanda Bruegel as Kayla and um she's also rita in the handmaid's tale for those who are fans of that and then we have um uh robert mallet as apex but he's also known for the strain
1: and he's also known for being a massive wrestler mm-hmm. he's seven feet tall
0: yes i mean and he's in this film enormous. i was even scared i was like "Ooh."
1: yeah he's he's
0: towered over <laughs> lulu wilson he
1: is humongous yeah Well, even Kevin James, who's not a small man, (laughs) there's one scene after he, well, I'll let you get into the plot, but oh yeah, there's one scene when they're standing next to each other.
0: Yeah. And I'm just
1: like, oh my God, he's so big.
0: I was like, poor Kevin James. He's Mm -hmm. trying to be like this big bad guy. Mm -hmm. And then you got his, uh, who's supposed to be kind of his lackey. And he's huge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well anyway, so I'll get a little bit into the plot. So we, um, uh, we start off, um, the, the main scene, uh, you go into the jail and you kind of see, um, uh, Kevin James, he, uh, Dominic, he's a neo-Nazi, and his men, uh, Apex, Cole, and Hammond are, um, you know, riding in a transport van, and, you know, uh, Dominic, uh, you know, has an inmate killed to get the guard to pull over using the opportunity to kill them and pose as a policeman. So they, um, stop a man and his two children on the street, kill them and take their car. But meanwhile, that, while that's happening, we meet, uh, Becky Hooper. Um, she's, uh, being questioned regarding the event. So it's kind of like, you know, kind of foreshadowing what we're pretty much getting ready to see (laughs) what happened. Um, and they're basically, you know, questioning her, you know, the event that took place at her family's house, um, she's kind of giving vague answers and doesn't, you know, really remember, like, you know, what's going on, and then two weeks earlier, um, we see Becky, who was, you know, kind of bullied, um, but, you know, also her mother passed away, so she's, you know, kind of, going through some things with that. And she has a really strained relationship with her uh, father, Jeff, who is, you know, trying to um, attempt to kind of like reconnect with her and, uh, you know, take this trip to the lakefront home, you know, but also, um, you know, he's bringing along his girlfriend, Kayla, and their, and her son, Ty, um, which of course, Becky is upset. I was once that teenager <laughs> with my mom, so I know how that is. Um, you know, and he's basically telling her that uh, they're engaged. So, Becky's pissed. <laughs> she uh, runs out of the house, and um, she takes her dog, Diego, with her. And the dogs are so cute. We'll get into that later.
1: And it's worth <laughs> noting that the reason that she's... Because we threw a series of flashbacks in the film mm-hmm. were. We see how close she is with her mother. Yeah. And her mother had terminal cancer. So it's it's not like her parents just divorced or anything like that. Like her mom's her mom's dead and gone. Yeah. And she only died a year ago. So part of her reaction and why she's so pissed and mm-hmm. runs away is she feels as though her dad is replacing her mom.
0: Yeah. Okay. Trying yeah, trying to replace and kind of create this new family yeah so. which i get because yeah. it's
1: like look, dude let the body cool she's been gone right. a year and you're already getting remarried i mean come on it's pretty fast yeah i mean pretty i pretty i feel fast. bad i'm not yeah. trying. i'm not trying to judge but i'm also judging
0: <laughs> right no no totally get it <laughs> <laughs> um but um so while she runs off um uh, she finds this uh small fort in the in the woods and she finds a mysterious key inside a tin box and the plot thickens. No, <laughs> <kidding. laughs> um, so while this is happening, Dominic and his men show up at the house, you know, and they're, you know, kind of bust in, and you know they're demanding the key, and they're, you know, pretty much holding everyone hostage um Kayla and Ty try to escape but they're caught by the huge apex (laughs) I'd be scared I wouldn't try to run past that guy
1: no he's nervous
0: (laughs) um but he like kind of you know apex like I don't know he kind of went a little back and forth but I could see like he didn't really want to do anything really with this family right like he didn't want to hurt them um but he he tries to help them um while um Cole actually kills Dora.
1: Yeah, trigger warning people. I'm
0: sorry. A the, dog does The die. dog dies
1: which when that One happened I was I was ready to turn it off because Yeah. You know how I And it was about like animals.
0: really mean too.
1: And it was it was like I mean I know
0: like any animal in dying anyway is just mean, but like <laughs> It's I almost started like, crying the way that he like shot th- this dog. It's it's
1: one thing if a okay. So there are sometimes when a dog dies in films, the dog gets shot, but you don't see it. You right. may hear it. You don't see it. You just know what happened. Um, right. Trigger a,
0: warning. You see it in this one.
1: You see you see the dog get shot, but you see the dog get shot multiple times, and they keep cutting back to it. Yeah. And I was so angry. I'm like, why do we keep having to watch this poor dead dog? It just it. So I was ready to turn the movie off right there. I was
0: <laughs> I was pissed. I I knew you were gonna say something about it because even I was kind of like,
1: oh, no, it was unnecessary.
0: It, yeah, it did
1: nothing to advance the story. Nope. It did nothing for character development. It was just so I get it. And John, I still won't watch John Wick because the whole premise is the dog getting murdered. But at least. That's what advances the story forward. In this case, it did nothing to advance the story forward, which is complete BS.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, I was really sad. Anyway, about. so they killed the dog. Yeah. So, sorry, one of the dogs is are, is dead. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, dad Jeff he lies about uh, Becky's presence presence because right now they're only seeing you know Jeff the girlfriend and um. Ty. Or I'm sorry, fiance and the and Ty. and Ty, the son. Um, so he's trying to protect her, but Dom- Dominic, he kinda, you know, catches on that he's lying. So he shoots Kayla in the leg. That was woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> um, so meanwhile, uh, you know, Becky's still in the woods and she kinda becomes aware um, you know, that they are um you know present and they're you know kind of looking for her so over the walkie you know she lies about you know calling the cops and of course dominic kind of calls her bluff on that and um because well, so, the
1: dumbass and this okay so I, yes. I have to stop you because i had a
0: problem with this yep little dumbass
1: kid says you know she she has the the mindset and the her faculties about her to steal the walkie talkie mm-hmm. but she left her damn phone in her room
0: yep and I her mean, backpack if i'm angry I'm gonna grab my stuff I mean that's just me though
1: I I gotta tell you I don't I may turn my phone off Mm -hmm. when I don't want to talk to people but I always have my phone on my person yes so that if something bad happens to me then at least I have it so even if you want to give her the okay she's angry she left her phone and stuff Mm -hmm. okay that's fine but I'm not going to... She's a teenager. It's not like she's a small kid that can't think for herself. And especially this move made me angrier as I watched the movie because she clearly can scheme and plot and she's very cunning and she can plan. But you're really telling me that this little girl is gonna get on a walkie-talkie and say i already called the cops and then kevin jane says no you didn't i have your phone yeah you're i really... have your
0: phone in your bag yeah. so girl you're lying yeah
1: you're smart <laughs> enough to scheme and create all these little booby traps for people but you're not smart enough to think oh i don't have my phone he's gonna realize i mean i i had a problem with that
0: yeah i, I did too especially like you know like you said going further in the film and you know she's like you know scheming and plotting all <laughs> Stuff to the guys
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's like the gore this movie to me was the gory version of home
0: alone that is exactly that (laughs) it's like right on the money it is
1: the bloody version of home alone
0: yeah but in the woods yes like
1: instead of the suburbs of chicago it's the woods (laughs)
0: of chicago (gasps)
1: wow
0: god you hit that like (laughs) right on the nose that's perfect um yeah, note that. That's the title of
1: this episode.
0: <laughs> the goring home alone. Um, but so anyway, he, let you know, he calls her bluff. He's like, no, girl, I got your stuff. Um, so he proceeds to uh, bring out her father, Jeff, you know, to, you know, try to lure her out. He begins torturing him with a fire poker. I, I kind of cringed. I cringe at stuff like that of
1: everything that happened in this movie that wasn't the hardest part for me to watch
0: no i mean <laughs> yeah i mean but when i get into the, the yep. one part that was really yep. hard for yep. me <laughs> um and of course you know you know becky's like all right i you know i'll you know give you the key and you know he um dominic then allows jeff to you know talk you know through the talkie, the walkie talkie oh god I'll get, I'll get through it. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but instead, you know, Jeff is, he, you know, orders, um, you know, her to run away. Don't come over here. And, you know, Jeff tries to break free and, you know, finds Becky, you know, telling he loves her. And then he's shot. I gotta say, I was really sad at this part. It was yeah. really sad. Because, like, you know, like, seeing that, you know.
1: And she was being such a dick. It was like in, yeah. the, in a quiet place mm-hmm. when... The little girls being such a jerk to... Well, first off, I don't know how you could be a jerk to John Kaczynski. I mean, yeah. But she was such a jerk. And then when his final dying act is to save his kids from the monsters that are attacking. And he just says, I love Mm -hmm. you. And then screams and the monsters eat him.
0: That
1: was so sad.
0: I know. And that, yeah, that definitely reminded me of something that because like, you know, he was trying to, you know, create a new family. And I get it. Like you said the her her mother's death is still like super fresh Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i get it but like you know seeing that then it's you know um but after that so dominic you know demands the key and then becky gouches his left eye out (laughs) um before uh you know fleeing away with uh diego the 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 other dog i love by the way i love that the dog's names were dora and diego
1: I didn't even make the connection until right now.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I got it right away. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. They weren't, I mean, they could have given the dogs other names, but that's fine. I like it because they're, you know, explorers. <laughs> I
1: guess. I, know. <laughs> I, I totally didn't. Well, until you, until you said it, I didn't even. Really? Get it until right this minute. I don't have kids. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Lots of nieces and nephews. That's the only reason why I know it. I don't watch it myself, but I just know, you know. I I know some little kid stuff.
1: I just learned what Paw Patrol was, like, last Christmas when I had to buy stuff for the niece and nephews. I just (laughs) learned what Paw Patrol is. Like, what the hell is this?
0: Oh, welcome to my world with having lots of nieces and nephews.
1: (laughs) I just learned what it
0: is. Oh, man. You just learned about, uh, oh, Rebel... Okay, I'm not going to go off on the names. Never mind. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so Dominic goes back into house, into the house to cut off his dangling eye. Okay, so let's, let's talk about this. Oh, man. Because this was
1: awesome. Now, first off, okay, I didn't hate this movie. As much as I may, it may sound like I did, I didn't hate it.
0: N- neither did I. But
1: there were just some things in the film... Where I'm going, it's one thing if it's like, if it's evil dead mm-hmm. and it's just complete campy. Right. Gory horror that's supposed to be funny and silly and out of yeah, control. Yeah, I didn't
0: get that they were trying to do that No, here. they were trying to yeah. be
1: serious. And that's where I have a problem. With the dangling eye? With the dangling eyeball. Because <laughs> if your eye is hanging out of your head, why would you cut it off? Because <gasps> as soon as you sever that optic nerve, it's curtains, you're never getting
0: it back. I mean... I, i'm not a doctor or did not study anything medically couldn't he have just popped it back in and taped it like would he taped the hole so or I, wrap the hole even i'm sorry he
1: didn't, like pop it back in and reattach well, it well that's I what i'm would saying have, you know like when you're when you're carrying something and let's say a bag splits and you try to put as much of it back in there and then you wrap it up really good right that's what i would have personally done as well that's what i was thinking yeah like (laughs) try to get your eyeball is back into the like situated into the socket to the best of your belly and then tape it up real good
0: he was just like well he's just like i lost an eye let me just cut it off
1: yeah he's just going fuck this noise and cuts it off i'm like seriously (laughs) seriously i mean I was already pissed that the dog died.
0: Yeah, and then that happens, and then the
1: th- and then the cell phone incident, and now this. And I'm like, Guys. yeah,
0: and then you know, of course, so he's trying to fix that, and so he sends the two idiots out, <laughs> Cole and Hammond, <laughs> yeah, Tweedle Dumb and Tweedle Dumber, to go get the the tree, uh, the key, the tree. Um, so Cole finds Becky and Diego in her little fort, and you know, before he's like trying to like you know lure her out um she was hiding and basically like jumps on and stabs him repeatedly and with a sharp ruler and then kills him like yeah,
1: so where does the sharp ruler come from too
0: that was my question because
1: all of a sudden this kid just pulls this girl got problems
0: i'm just I'm saying. like, what's in this fort that we didn't see because i didn't see anything i did where there was like a bunch of weapons no
1: there weren't and yeah. that's and that's why when she started stabbing because she started stabbing him with something and, and i I
0: thought it was like um like I, she had a shiv or something on her
1: i did too i thought that she had some kind of like
0: a pocket knife or yes, something i
1: thought that's what it was and then you see that it's a ruler that's i was like been girl, sharpened. i'm like I, I
0: it's like i know you haven't been to jail so
1: right <laughs> i i just i yeah when,
0: I, I was really tripping out on that too because i thought well maybe like she jumped on him and maybe it was something he had on them but i don't know and then i rewound it back and i'm like no it's a ruler
1: yeah she made that because
0: i don't know what she was thinking in her head
1: and when did this happen like anyway continue i'm sorry
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you know while this is happening um you know apex he's kind of starting to show a little bit compassion for uh, Kayla and Ty and you know of course Dominic's like hey no like can't be going soft on me <laughs> and you know he's you know trying to you know have you know Apex kind of you know reaffirm his loyalty and you know like since the you know they've been planning this like for a year this job to get this key you know, since they were, you know, in prison together. So, um, and then we go back to Out in the Woods, um, so Hammond finds uh, Cole's corpse. I mean, that's a hot mess. <laughs> it's
1: been st- I mean, I'm sure that I would look like a mess, too, after being stabbed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Before. So, he, uh, chases Becky down by the lake, where she makes him trip and land on a wooden plank of nails. Also, come from so
1: okay that, that part that part i did get so she because she was on the dock oh that's right and she pulled up the that's right the i'm sorry i forgot
0: about that for a minute that part but was, i was like it just
1: <laughs> i'm telling you home alone going home alone
0: <laughs> so like it yeah so he hammond falls in uh falls in the lake and becky uses a nearby boat to violently shred his chest with the motor
1: yeah that was
0: yeah all that blood I w- <laughs> and and then of course while this is you know going on she's found by the huge apex and um, he also he hits Diego that's not very nice
1: no and that was the other thing I'm going and I really was going to turn it off and just tell you I'm sorry I couldn't finish the movie because they killed not one but two dogs
0: yeah but I know I was just like come on we need dora and diego i know <laughs> or else there's no show no nope. uh, anyway <laughs> but um you realize he's not really wanting you know you know to hurt her you know after you know killing the other children earlier in the in the movie that when they stole the car so he kind of like tells her to uh to to leave um so becky she um comes back to the house and you know she's trying she kind of lets uh, Kayla and Ty know you know that she's here she's trying to you know get to them so Kayla tries to distract uh, Dominic you know asking of you know what's the key's uh, purpose and oh, this damn key <laughs> I swear um, so you know Becky sets off the alarm to kind of lure him out so you know so Kayla can try to free herself. Um, and then Apex come in, he kind of fends off Dominic long enough for, you know, Becky to use a lawnmower to run over his head and then killing him. I mean, this...
1: It just gets more and more ridiculous.
0: <laughs> and then, of course, Apex, like, you know, like, you know, I'm happy that I, you know, try to like save you and he's trying to redeem himself and then he shoots she shoots him in the head and
1: right when he's he's having this really lovely moment and say he gets the words out maybe by saving you and then she shoots him
0: yeah i was i was i was kind of mad i mean i get it because you know he's a killer i get it and she's just trying to protect herself but i feel like she was just like she was in it
1: she on a rampage yeah
0: she was like i'm just gonna kill everybody she full
1: ham <laughs> full
0: i was ham. really sad so um kayla and ty they come out with diego and they sit beside uh becky and they you know wait for the police to come and everything so in the end you know they're uh We go back to the um the opening scene and you know becky denies you know murdering the whole gang even though she knows she did it and you know the sheriff kind of like he's just like you know i'm like afraid what she's gonna do out in the world now Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you know how they found these bodies of the you know the the attackers you know they're like I'm kind of afraid for the world. I mean, I am too. And then it pretty much ends with her, you know, holding this mysterious key. We still don't know what it goes to.
1: Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about the key. Let's. Here is what I was the most angry about, other than the dog, getting killed with the plot of this film. At least
0: one lived.
1: At least one of the dogs lived. However, <laughs> I was so frustrated because... Kevin James has this huge scene with Apex where they're talking about, you know, they've been planning this job for years to try to get this key. She mysteriously finds it in her tree fort and he goes on to this ridiculous diatribe about how it unlocks the secrets of, of races and all these other things. But no one, no one can tell us what this is damn key yeah. is supposed to open well, even or the, what it's supposed to
0: do well yeah and even the tattoo uh he has this the symbol of the key yeah on his body tattooed yep, yep. and we still didn't get really an explanation of that
1: no and also I, I-
0: so <sighs> that's where I've, i'm i'm missing i mean i guess I, I feel like maybe it was like a obviously maybe to like a chest of like money or some kind of like Prize, well, when, treasure. <laughs> when when we were talking
1: about doing this, I looked up, just looking up some background on the film, mm-hmm. trying to get some answers, and the one of the first things I came across was an LA Times article <laughs> that said even Lulu Wilson, star of the film Becky, doesn't know what the key is for. Yeah, please don't
0: ask Lulu Wilson about the key, because she doesn't even know. No,
1: nobody knows. Apparently
0: Kevin James knows.
1: What does he say? He just oh just in the movie you're saying
0: no 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 like i maybe he made some sort of backstory with his little character study so maybe the director or the writer maybe they told him what the keys for it's just but or maybe it's nothing maybe they're just trying to trip us up so we come up with these scenarios It's like the real
1: shitty version (laughs) of the briefcase from pulp fiction
0: where it's what's in the briefcase and nobody knows what's in the box (laughs)
1: exactly it's what's in the briefcase and nobody knows except tim roth and samuel l jackson right like it's i i I had such an i had such an issue with that part of the film because it's just such an unfinished plot line and it's the basis for the plot
0: i mean i feel like maybe i mean i don't know maybe we'll just have to wait for like a director's cut or something Uh, but i feel like maybe it was like a deleted scene or something maybe they felt it was better to leave it as a cliffhanger i don't know like i was like after i watched the movie i was like literally trying to figure this out and then of course you know i go down this you know dark path of doing all this research online in the middle of the night and i'm on reddit and reading those theories oh it's oh reddit's great yeah but also no help (laughs)
1: Well, and I started, because I started looking up, and, and then I realized I shouldn't, I started looking up neo-Nazi symbolism, trying to figure out what this key yeah. is for, to see if that kind of gives you a clue, and then I realized, no, I'm going to end up on some kind of government watch list, because your phone tracks everything that <laughs> Yeah, you look at. no, and I
0: didn't, I, I also didn't want to, like, search that. Reddit was enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I felt like if I went down that rabbit hole then yeah I'm going to be public enemy number 1. Yeah, I, so. I stopped
1: mo- <laughs> like due to lack of interest and fear of being on some sort of watch list, but it, yeah. I, that I just had such an issue with that part of the film because this is supposed to be they this they build it up, they're planning this job for years mm-hmm. and it's supposed to solve all their problems and such and then Nobody knows what it does.
0: Yeah, and then she's, like, clutching it at the end, like, oh, I know the secret.
1: It's so weird. Like, didn't
0: you get that feeling, too? Like, she like she knew something?
1: Well, homegirls damage goods now. Yeah,
0: but also, she looked like she needed to be committed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah so that's becky everybody (laughs) (laughs) becky with the good hair (laughs) with blood in it (laughs) all over the place i
1: will say whoever did the the special effects although i have the same complaint that i have with all horror films Mm -hmm. although the blood didn't dry well no the blood on her face was dry Uh, to any and this is just a pet peeve of mine from horror movies when blood dries it doesn't dry red it dries. That's right. Brown. Sure does. So if filmmakers
0: come on makeup uh, team,
1: just figure out. And and I understand when something's happening and there's an action sequence. Yes, it's gonna be red. Mhm. But it's also and is the, the special effects and the the makeup are a little a little subpar in my opinion. Because like mm-hmm. good example when she's stabbing the shit out of the guy with the ruler. Yeah. And she. At one point, starts kicking it with her boot and oh. shoves it through him. Oh, God. <laughs> and then all the blood's coming down. It's super liquidy.
0: and it's yeah. And
1: blood's a very... It's got a lot of viscosity. It's got a lot of thickness right. and such to it. So it it really... I, I, it almost looked like red water.
0: Yeah. So... I agree with you.
1: And normally I really hate gory movies, but this one was just, I, I felt like the special effects were so poorly done mm-hmm. that it d- didn't bother me as much. Yeah. It's like, guys, you could have bought better fake blood at Spirit Halloween.
0: <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Well, we'll come and help you. We we know how to... Uh... We know how to make some blood.
1: Right? And <laughs> make it
0: look real. Yep.
1: And yes, in real life, when blood dries, it dries brown. So when Becky's wandering around with dried blood on her face, it still looks fresh, even
0: though it's hours old. So. Wow. wow, well. well, I mean, check it out. <laughs> if you like. like. Um, just a little bit uh, background on the um, production. So originally, um, Simon Pegg. Was supposed to play um uh kevin james's part
1: i wouldn't hate that
0: i wouldn't have you know what it would have been nice to kind of see him in a different role um but uh unfortunately he had to drop out due to a scheduling conflict so that's when they announced uh that kevin james james had uh, joined the cast of the film but i honestly like now that i'm hearing that i'm like You know, Kevin James did a really good job, but I would have really liked to see Simon Pegg.
1: Same here. And I, because I was real concerned about Paul Blart, Mall Cop at first. (laughs) And then he was actually really good for most of the film Mm -hmm. until the very ending scene when the fiance, Kayla, is taunting him because she sees Becky in the window. Right. And she's trying to stop him from seeing Becky. When they start conversing about this damn key... (laughs) That's when I'm going, okay, dude, go back to theater school. It was, but for the most part, up until that, mm-hmm. I felt like he was really good.
0: Yeah. I thought he did a really good job too. And it's something different for him, which is, it's nice every now and then for somebody to break out and do something new.
1: Because Wasn't he it, also in Grown Ups?
0: Yep. I mean, That's- he just, he's only done comedy. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't think I've seen him in a serious movie. I mean, maybe there were serious parts of a comedy, but it was just strictly a comedy. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it was just nice to kinda see him in this role and actually, you know, do a pretty good job. Yeah. Wasn't that bad.
1: Yeah. I give him like a solid
0: <laughs> C plus. Yeah.
1: Because for mo- for most of the film he's pretty good and then toward I the mean, end
0: I give him a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> there I go. <laughs> Being nice again. <laughs> Anyway. I don't think it was that okay. C plus, I'll go with C plus.
1: I, I yeah.
0: I was being extra nice, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I like Kevin James. <laughs> I think he's cool anyway. <laughs> so um, Becky was uh, skev- scheduled to have its world premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival in April 2020, but of course the festival was postponed due to, to good old COVID. <laughs>
1: like so many other things covid
0: yeah so obviously it was uh, released on video on demand digital platforms and then it was also uh in select drive-in theaters on uh june 5th uh 2020 um and you know the film kind of received like little you know mixed reviews um but uh, through its first 10 days of release, the film ranked as high as 8th uh, on uh, Spectrum's rental charts and 12th on iTunes.
1: Okay. So is that
0: terrible?
1: No, I can see that.
0: Um, Becky made um, uh, $205,000 uh, from 45 theaters in its opening weekend, finishing second among, among other reported films. Uh, it made uh, $192,000 uh, from 50 theaters in its second week. A weekend becoming the first film to officially top the wretched at the box office wow yeah
1: that i did not know
0: i i thought that was really interesting <laughs> um and then it made eighty five thousand the following week but it was um dethroned by the newcomer uh the newcomer followed which i, I kind of want to see that too i do too <laughs> uh rotten tomatoes uh gave the film uh 70 percent uh, and that was based on 99 reviews. That's
1: generous. <laughs> that's real. That's yeah. Real generous. It was a
0: 5.87 out of 10. And the uh, the site's uh, critics consensus reads, Becky isn't quite able to sustain enough intensity to fully take advantage of its premise, though it serves up entertainingly nasty thrills for genre fans.
1: That's a fair assessment. Yeah. That's a very fair assessment.
0: I like that. Um, uh, Dennis Harvey, uh, of, Variety called the film an over-the-top yet effectively taught thriller, and Wilson's, uh, nimble half-brat, <laughs> half-she-devil... <laughs> that's great mm-hmm. uh, performance is key to our buying the basic premise uh aided by solid supporting cast contributions uh james grows less intimidating the more dialogue he's given yep In otherwise trim script by uh marital duo ruckus and lane sky yep yeah um and then uh, jordan mincer of the hollywood reporter wrote uh, becky tends to work best when it reveals the blood splattered set pieces of its script (laughs) going that extra mile and a half in the gore department and uh to create some truly disgusting moments albeit ones that are laced with a grim sense of humor that's
1: that's fair yeah and and it's definitely not the goriest movie i've ever seen Mm -hmm. but There was just a lot that was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. And again, I had issues with the story and the character motivation because, Mm -hmm. and going back to how she booby traps and kills all these guys, but you're telling me she can't remember uh, that she didn't take her phone with her when she went to the treehouse.
0: Right. And then she's trying to lie about calling the cops so they go away.
1: Yeah. Like, it's.
0: It's like, girl, they came out of jail. Right. They, we gotta be smarter than that. I
1: mean, if she would have lied and said that, cause she then changes her story and says, oh, well, I ran to the neighbors. Like girl, you should have led with that. Yeah. Right. Um, because yeah. So it just, I had, I had a lot of issues in this film with the, the character motivations. Mm-hmm. I had issues with the plot. I had issues with some of the death scenes, like how these different things came about. So yeah, like, where did the sharpened ruler come from? And why did Kevin James not just pop his eyeball back into his noggin and try to tape it up? But like, also,
0: where did she learn all these things? Right, right. <laughs> i wasn't thinking about that stuff at that age
1: (laughs) no and i mean even in home alone macaulay culkin had a long time to figure out what he was gonna do in booby trap in the house yeah like he actually had
0: a plan like he's like oh well i can do this and use this in the house like she it almost seemed like not that the stuff was already there but like you know she just like macgyvered everything
1: (laughs) well but it was also like a It felt like a video game where if you do X, Y, Z, right? Then this other thing, this, this weapon that you need magically appears in a chest.
0: Do, do this button code and this will appear. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like when you go through, when you're playing Zelda and you go to one of the rooms and oh look, there's a chest and it's got a boomerang in it. I need that. Like it.
0: Yeah. There, there was a lot things missing, especially like in the ending, like i i get the whole cliffhanger thing but also i just feel like there had to be some resolution about the key i just it that yeah that really bugged me
1: you know what the ending reminded me of um it reminded me of a movie that i hated <laughs> it reminded me of the turning the ending of the turning
0: oh yeah Ooh. you told me not to watch it and that did
1: it's so bad it was, it was, I agree. Like, it was just so unfinished. Yeah. And there were so many, and you know, these movies had different, different plot issues, but their ending was very similar, where the ending made zero sense. Mm-hmm. And th- at the end of the turning, you know, the nanny goes back to see her mom, who it has been committed. Or, or a figure that we assume is her mother. Right. And this is after the nanny starts to think that she goes batty in this haunted house. And, you know, she just goes and puts her hand on her mom's shoulder. and then and, Or this figure's shoulder and then that's it. But this was very similar where she's just holding on to the key.
0: Yeah. And, and we're like, it. okay, like and what's we, happening? We
1: still don't know what it does or what it's to or what it's for. or
0: I hope that doesn't mean there's going to be a Becky too.
1: Right, and that's the thing. Like, there, I don't feel like there can be. Yeah. Because what's the sequel gonna be?
0: Her still holding the key. Right. Like it's,
1: <laughs> there's not gonna be another. Oh man. Because I mean, they've already they've already recycled that plot, the mm-hmm. home invasion plot. So they can't do that. I mean, is Becky gonna turn into a serial killer? And I mean, because they right. could go that route, but that's about it.
0: Well, I mean, as far as this, you know, being the first, you know, directorial, uh, you know, debut, I I thought, you know. The director did a good job.
1: I felt like it was well directed. Yeah. I felt like the it was story, po- It was poorly written.
0: Yeah. It needed um, a little bit more. But I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like they cut out. That's why I'm saying maybe in the director's cut or something, they can release or something. Maybe there's something extra that they took out that probably should have been in there. I don't know. I have that feeling. But I'm sure it's not like, you know, cutting Stephen King like 400 pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man (laughs) i'm sure it's not like that but you know what i mean like i feel like maybe it was just something the studio was like oh well you know what let's take this part out even though maybe the writers had what we needed to kind of sort of close the film and i feel i don't know
1: I, i feel like there are those those times when filmmakers become so desensitized to the film that they're working on Mm -hmm. that they already know the story inside out backwards, forwards, diagonally slantways, sideways I feel like they they are already so intimately familiar with the story that when they do make some of these sweeping cuts or plot changes they in their mind can envision where the story's going because they know all of the other pieces that were supposed to fit into it. Mm -hmm. Forgetting that when you cut and re and you remove things and you rearrange the audience at large that's not privy to all of that backstory and isn't privy to everything that went into it it just becomes kind of lost on us yeah so i i i don't know i again i didn't hate it i just really didn't love it
0: (laughs) well okay so then you know out of one to five screens what would you give
1: two and a half (laughs) easy two and a half i mean I wouldn't watch it again.
0: Yeah, you know what? I actually agree with you. I was gonna give it three because you're nice, but no, I agree. T- two and a half stars or scream, excuse me. Um, just want to know what happened in that damn key.
1: Yeah, it was just so it was so it's so bothersome, and and all the other little missing pieces, like mm-hmm. where did the ruler, the the shiv ruler, come from? Yeah,
0: I feel like there needed to be maybe just a little bit more development in this story and just maybe learning a little bit more about becky and just how she became this really smart macgyver all of a sudden yeah and creating weapons yeah and and let's say
1: so so let's say because she's getting bullied in school so let's say she did sharpen the ruler to defend herself um
0: they could have showed that
1: right they could have they could have then we would have known she had it Right. Right. There could have been a little more backstory there. Cause they did they cut back and forth between like her relationship with her and her mom. Yeah. Which I appreciated because then that helped me to establish that, okay, she's not just a bitter little bitch. She's upset because yeah, she's you know sad. Yeah, because she's still grieving the loss of her mom. Right. And, you know, dad's very clearly moved on completely. Right. And so that part made sense, but then there's just some of the other pieces where I'm like,
0: <sighs> Yeah. It's about well, Check it out if you like. It's on video on demand. Yeah. Yeah, And also, you know, please email us, thesquaggles at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. And also let us know if there's some other movies you'd like us to talk about.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Also, uh, make sure you uh, follow us on uh, Facebook and on our Instagram at uh, the Squaggles. And also make sure you go to all of your uh, podcast platforms and uh, subscribe and uh, rate and comment.
1: And review us.
0: Yes, and give us reviews. We want reviews. We appreciate (laughs) it. Creep it real. And we'll scare you later. Bye. Bye.